Axis Mundi. American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, Associate Professor, Religious Studies, Skidmore College, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Good to see you, Dan. Uh, these weeks uh, feel like years. Uh, I keep saying that, but it is true. Uh, they're also just saturated. There is just no way. We could, we could do a seven-hour show today if we wanted to try to get everything included, uh, but there's just no way for us to cover everything. It, it, it really feels like we're trying to drink out of a fire hose here. So uh, we're going to highlight a bunch of things, but we need to start with the fact that today is Juneteenth. And um, I suspect that for uh, many of you, uh, you know, sort of learning about Juneteenth may be a new thing. It may be you've just learned about it in the last month, the last year, uh, the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Um, we went over what Juneteenth is uh, last week, and we explained how Juneteenth marks uh, what is sort of understood to be Emancipation Day and the the emancipation of slaves uh, reaching some of the last people and the last enslaved people in Texas. Uh, You know, I have a friend uh, from Texas, Dan, who I was speaking to yesterday, and he said, you know, Juneteenth's one of the few uh, sort of um, aspects of of non-white history that uh, is taught in Texas public school curriculum. Uh, but uh, there's also this sense that it is uh, a way to say, okay, well, Juneteenth, that was great. Now this is over, so we no longer have to deal with it. Yay, everyone, we did it. Pat on the back. And so uh, I just wanted to open today, Dan, with a, uh, a quote. There's a great piece at The Atlantic today by Kelly Carter Jackson. She really goes through uh, how the celebration of Juneteenth has taken place in the country um, historically. About uh, she, she chronicles Black-led celebrations. But she also chronicles this this paradox that I think my friend was pointing to, and here's what she says. Despite the numerous ways to honor Juneteenth, one thing about the holiday endures throughout generations, the paradox of black people's lived experiences. How could they at once celebrate freedom and still acknowledge that the residue of slavery continues to influence their lives? The turn of the century represented the height of black minstrelsy, violent attacks on black communities, and the Supreme Court ruling on Plessy versus Ferguson, which made segregation the law of the land. Um, she goes on to just talk about how Juneteenth is uh, paradoxical. And I, I think that that is just really, uh, really captures some of the, the sentiment of what's happening in our country today. We are seeing a national uprising. We're seeing a national movement for black lives. We are seeing a coalition building that uh, is uh, in many ways causing rapid reform uh, across the country. And yet the celebration of Juneteenth, the celebration of freedom for African-Americans is even today and still today uh, pervaded by the sense of violence, of marginalization and inequality. And so uh, as we observe Juneteenth, as we uh, celebrate this history, as we celebrate uh, with the black community uh, and alongside the black community, uh, the emancipation that was proclaimed uh, to uh, enslaved peoples in Texas in 1865, we also recognize that this this proclamation of freedom remains uh, paradoxical. So Dan, thoughts on this before we jump into some other things? Uh, Just to echo everything that you said, uh, we talked uh, last week about 
Donald Trump having his kind of, you know, kickoff or, or reboot of his uh, 2020 uh, reelection campaign was scheduled for Tulsa uh, tonight. It was, it was going to be uh, tonight, the 19th. Um, they rescheduled that. Uh, if everybody remembers, we talked about this and originally he tried to pitch it as somehow being done in honor of Juneteenth. And then later he said that it was, you know, out of respect for Juneteenth that they were rescheduling it. Um, and there was an acknowledgement that he didn't know about Juneteenth. I'm positive he didn't. Uh, I'm also, this is speculative on my part, but I'd put money on it that his advisors did. And that's why they chose Tulsa. We talked about um, the Black Wall Street massacres, it's known, or the 1921 massacre in, in Tulsa and on Juneteenth and, and all of that. But Trump still managed to make it about him uh, this week and tweeted out that, like, you know, because of him, lots of people are learning about Juneteenth and he made it better known. He did what is something that he often does where he says, you know, something about, you know, before he talked about it, nobody knew what that was. Nobody had even heard of it. Um, for people who don't know or haven't pieced this together yet, that's Trump speak for he didn't know about it. He, he does this with like all kinds of stuff. You, if he didn't know that the sun rose in the east and you told him, he would like start tweeting about very few people know that the sun rises in the east. Uh, he did this with the Civil War a few years ago when he said, you know, no, nobody asked, nobody wonders why there had to be a civil war. That's a question that nobody really thinks about. It's one of the most studied things in U.S. history. So anyway, um, just the way that it continues as you say, it continues to be both a kind of celebration and an aspiration, and I think a call for action of what hasn't yep. been achieved. And all of that is still wrapped up in what we've been talking about under the rubric of Christian nationalism and Trump as this this kind of white Christian nationalist um, who still wants to make it about white people. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 